Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This right here, this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This is uh, where we try to have a good time. This is where we talk about beer, where we talk about some new vinyl we bought this week, where we talk about new music. So yeah, this is Asinine Radio. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Give us five stars on iTunes. Don't be a dumbass like Bocephus and give us a one star. Bocephus. Because that guy's a fucking moron. A fucking moron. So yeah, go do that. Uh, my name is Tyler, way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. And even farther than that, thousands of miles away, thousands and thousands of miles away, way across the pond, as some would say, in lovely, lovely England, England. is uh, is Chris. We got Chris, we got a special guest friend of the pod, Chris, so introduce yourself. Hi chaps, hi. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> Chris, uh, <laughs> I am from England, home of Tottenham Hotspur, Pop Jeff's favourite team. He I loves the hate soccer. Tot- I hate Tottenham Hotspur. Mate, I, I, I could not name a single player from Tottenham Hotspur. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not from London, so I don't I don't know who they players are. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm from Birmingham. The the inventors of metal, the hallmarks of Black Sabbath. Damn, uh, that's a bold statement. It's correct, though. Not bold it may be, but... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a well-known fact, man. <laughs> Sabbath and London <laughs> metal, like... <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, okay, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So, but but now you're you are you live in London now, right? No, no, I, I live in. I still live in Birmingham. I lived in Bristol oh. for years. Um, I, I've been to London. Over. If that helps, I've, I've been I don't know there. why I thought you lived there. Now I don't. I have no uh, idea. It's why. okay. It's we we all like to make things up about people, don't we? It's okay. <laughs> that's true. That, I mean, I'm, I assume that's what you do about us. Because so. uh, you, yeah. you have listened for a little bit now. So. Oh yeah, I, I have beautiful images of you both in my head. It's wonderful. It's great to be here. It's it's magical. I can't wait. <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, we have Chris. It's gonna be great. Um, so I guess we could just jump right into our fearless beer reviews. Sounds good. Hell we yeah! Have, we all have our own beers. Yeah, it's late over here. It's drinking time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's seven o'clock where Chris is. Seven p.m. and it's eleven a.m. here in California and Arizona. So, so yeah, there you go. So We're I guess let's just place, um, dude. yeah, this is crazy. We, this is Asinine Radio. We we do whatever we want. We're we're no restrictions. Breaking time zones, looking to the future, being the future. That's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. So uh so yeah, who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about their beer first? And uh, we'll go on from there. You should probably like assign first. That way You're, throughout the rest of this pod we can just go in that order. That makes sense. That's probably good. So every time you so say what, who wants to go first, it's not like an awkward silence like there just was. Do you want to go? Okay, then let's go with Jeff first, and then we'll oh, go. We'll do. Oh, we'll do Chris. Being a dick about it. Okay. We'll do Chris, and then we'll uh, we'll go with myself. Oh, that's very sweet. I like Jeff first. Jeff first gives like a nice kind of sense to it, like it always is. Yeah. Right. So yeah. It, I, I think I think that's a good pecking order there. So sweet. Pecking, 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 pecking. So, so there you go. Okay, I will go first. <laughs> I I have a beer called Double Double, from Foundation from Foundation Brewing. What do you think it is? Double Dublé, uh, some kind of dipper. 
Oh, he did. Oh, Chris, <laughs> does, Chris doesn't is. know In and Out. He doesn't know what the hamburger plays. Oh, no, no. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's 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 not a double double. It's a it's a stout. <laughs> no, that's, it's a Jeff stout. Even, obviously, Jeff stout. Yes, oh. exactly. It's an imperial milk drink. stout with coffee and vanilla. More than I drink, especially at eleven in the morning. It's eleven and a half percent. Uh, this is a Saturday sipper, and that is how oh. to start a day. Yeah, much like <laughs> much like Chris is in the future. I'm going to drink this, and after this pod, probably take a nap and wake up in the future. So yeah, there you go, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is a like I said, 11.6 percent. The yeast they use is House British yeast. Check that oh, out. Oh man, Check look at that, that out. British look yeast. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yep. Good work. Straight Chaps. from the motherland. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's, that's that's what I got. That's all you got. Yeah. All right. So what do you got, Chris? Beautiful. So I, knowing I was coming on here, I I went up to my my very local tap room just yesterday. Uh, one of my favorite breweries. Uh, it's called Glass House or Glass House, if you prefer. Hey. Ooh, um, look at that. They're, they're pretty awesome. Uh, this is ironically, it's supposed to come out for summer. This was their summer haze collab uh, with Holt and Turner, who are another little brewery. Uh, it's a straight up pale. It's uh, 4.8%. Don't know what the IBU count is, but it, it smells pretty hoppy. Uh, it's super fresh, just out the tank, literally picked up yesterday. So uh, I'm hoping he, he, he specializes in very smashable pails and, and some amazing stouts as well. He did a Michelin star stout with a chef called Brad Carter over here Jeez. that is fucking phenomenal. Fancy so. boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's all good. <laughs> Real weird, so, yeah, just slaying like my bad boy. Fucking <laughs> liquor store beers, and you're getting like <laughs> no. actual internationally rated yeah. beers. Yeah, I walked I know, to I a tap room. I picked mine up from a fucking liquor store today. That's <laughs> oh, all good, man. So yeah, Glasshouse Pale, uh, summer, summer haze. Wow, damn, dude, that sounds good. I love me, I love me a good haze. I don't know if it's like the same kind of haze we have here, like the West Coast haze. Oh yeah, man, that kind of like juicy, like that that yeah. murky looking. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah, this isn't okay. that that hazy, but uh, yeah, we have we have some good haze over here as well, man. It's yeah. Do they so in in England? Do they have like um? Do they do they make tend to make stronger beers or is it more like five percent ish or something like that? Oh no, we tend to have like a lot stronger on average. <laughs> like is what I found. Okay. Like chatting to international friends, like anything like under three percent or like four percent. That's driving beer, man. That's driving beer. Like, driving beer. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like. Around six is sort of the average for a decent sort of uh, IPA over here and shit, I would say. Like, we drink like you want to die. We drink like you want to die. That's that's the difference. (laughs) What do you tend to drink more of? Is is our IPAs big over there or is it more the ales and everything like that and lagers? Yeah, I I would say like over here, craft beer wise, which is sort of the scene that I know. But like, yeah, it's it's pale ales, IPAs. Uh, This kind of year, autumn, fall, as you'd call it, uh, we go more towards the stouts and stuff. The bar I used to work in, they do the 24 Imperial Stouts of Christmas, which is always phenomenal. Um, And they start about 11% to up to sort of 18% and they will kill you. But man, they're so good. (laughs) So good. Fuck that, man. Yeah, like... (laughs) Yeah, it gets beers from all around the world. Um, so, but yeah, like generally pales and I mean I love a good pilsner. Who doesn't love a good pilsner? But like, well, of course, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Me- all right. Well, so you got that one. I got uh, I got something called Tiki Escape IPA oh from God. a local kind of local brewery, Stone Brewery, down in San Diego, California. And uh, I think I think I've had this before. I don't remember, but whatever. It, it's what they had at the at the liquor store, the local liquor store. Uh, this is a 7.7% IBUs. I don't know. 
but that's okay too. Wait, maybe I do. Maybe is it on the thing? No. No. Yes, no, it's yes, not. No. It's not. Mm. It's not. But they use uh, Sabro and Mosaic hops for what that's worth. So, uh, so let's. Should we just drink it? Yeah, and man. Rate it. Let's All right. drink and rate. Okay, here we go. So. Oh, you didn't say that we actually poured it yet. But that's fine. Oh uh, well, I thought you poured it because you usually pour before I even I, say it. So I do. That's on me. Yeah. So you fucked up. That's fine. There we go. <sighs> That's a, it's an okay IPA. Thought it'd be a little bit fruitier because it's a tiki, but I guess they can't get it right all the time. Does the word tiki just signify more, more sweetness? <laughs> That's what I would expect. I don't know. Oh. With my whole tiki obsession, I would have accept, expected you're the t- you're, more. Yeah, you're the tiki man here. How do you not know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would expect more more fruitiness and sweetness, but no, it's it just tastes like a regular IPA. It doesn't nothing nothing crazy good but are, whatever are fruit loops the tiki cereal i would say so yeah they should be if they're not yeah. okay yeah I, I mean there's no other cereal that would be tiki okay whatever though okay with toucan sam all right boys what do you got what, what do you think of your your beer okay um so mine's called double double as i said earlier mm-hmm. and looking at it um upon further inspection it's called Double Double because they're doubling up on a lot of the notes. So they're doubling up on the coffee, they're doubling up on the vanilla, and you definitely mm. taste both of those. And it's, Ugh. I'm getting vanilla first, and then a lot of coffee, and then a little bit of vanilla at the end. That's disgusting. It's delicious. That sounds pretty good. Coffee is gross. Sounds pretty good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Ty- Tyler. <laughs> it does not. You will learn to love the stout, man. It's took me years, but now, oh. Oh. That's what everyone said about coffee. Oh, you'll love coffee. Just give it some time. No, Dude, I, I don't. Beca- it's because you love fucking coffee. esophagus and your taste buds have just been an- annihilated by all the <laughs> monsters you drink. I know, man. No. Like, I can smoke like a hundred cigarettes a day, and I can still taste my coffee pretty good. <laughs> you know, I've been doing it's been my life for thirteen years. It's been my Jeez. career. So. <laughs> like, coffee's just not good. You guys are all being duped. That's what it is. Being duped. <laughs> being duped. No, 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 no. Uh, it's okay. Oh, some people get depth of flavor. Some people don't. It's yeah, okay. no, it's true. Yeah. So gross. All uh, right. Well, what do you got, Chris? What, what do you What do you think uh, about your beer? I mean, this is this is super. As as Josh said, the guy who makes it, Josh and Dave, my boys, it's super smashable. Um, I've bought a liter of this. Uh, this is probably won't even last the podcast, but it's a, uh, yeah, it's a great pale. Uh, nice and hoppy at the front without being overpowering. There's no hot burn. Uh, sweet, some lovely sweet flavors like kind of melon, honey, those really nice, slightly tropical flavors, and then lovely, slightly dry bit of finish. It's it's a classic. I could drink it all day. It's you know, it's a it was designed to be a summer session pale ale, apart from the whole COVID thing. But it's exactly what it is. Could drink all day. Could drink all day. Will drink all day. Okay. Yeah, I, I like I like the uh, the term smashable. I I think I'm going to use that more. Is that like, have it. Is that yeah, like art really crushable? Good. Is it what? Is it our crushable? Is that is that what? Yeah, smashable, yeah, crushable. I, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I guess sure. so. Yeah, yeah smashing I think boys. Yeah, the smashable just sounds cooler because nobody <laughs> says smashable over here. So, exactly. Mate, bring it in. Bring it in. Yeah, yep. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know popularize it here on the pod. Some genuine English slang. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have a three point rating system on the pod where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're gonna continue to drink. One is a bad beer. And zero is a drain pour because it's so god awful. So Jeff, what do you rate your beer out of our three point rating system? 
Um, I would have to drink the whole thing in order for my rating to go up. But I mean, I've had a lot of things that taste like this, and so mm -hmm. this is—I mean, this is a solid two point two five. I don't think I'd go higher than a two point five. Sometimes, as these beers warm, like I had a maple stout last night that, as it warmed, the maple flavor really came through. Mm, so I'm hoping so that I'm hoping as this beer warms, I'm going to get more and more of that intense coffee flavor. But right now, two point two five. I may go two point five. Nice. Yeah, man. Always drink a start at room temperature. Let it warm up. Let it warm in your hand. That's the way to do it, man. Yes. Is that really like what you're supposed to do? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like pour it cold, warm it in your hand. Let your body heat. That's why you have like a nice swirly glass. That's, you can't see, but I'm swelling a glass. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, what are you going to rate your uh, I mean, it would be really shitty of me to come on and just go anything a perfect rating. I think that's such a corny guest star thing to do. Uh, but this is the same. You can do whatever you want. Uh, no restrictions. Oh, thanks, bro. But no, I mean, like, I don't believe in perfect beers anyway. But um, this oh, is. Wow. This you're is, pulling a Jeff here. You're pulling a Jeff go. here. This is super smashable. Uh, it's super drinkable. Uh, they're my boys. Big respect to those guys. Uh, this is 2.7. Easy. Easy Ooh. peasy. Damn. Easy peasy. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. okay. 2.7. That's high. But I believe you. I trust your judgment. Okay, my uh, my Tiki Escape IPA, I'm just going to have to give this one a solid two. I, I, it's a good beer, but I probably won't really go back to it unless that's really the only IPA on tap. So there you go. It's, it was a little expensive, too, for this fucking bottle, the 16-ounce bottle or 18-ounce bottle. It was like $8. Fuck that. It's too expensive. You think eight dollars for, for one bottle is expensive? For this, for this kind, of, for this beer, yeah. But you didn't know what, beer, what it definitely. tasted like, though. It's true. So I, that's that's another reason why I will never no. go back to it because yeah, it was no. eight fucking dollars. All right. How many bargain bin vinyls could you have bought with those eight dollars, man? <laughs> uh, eight, eight of them. Eight vinyls. Eight vinyls. Eight vinyls, <laughs> eight vinyls with that. Eight Herb Albert <laughs> vinyls. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Okay, so that's it for our fearless beer review. Unless you guys got anything else to say, or what? What do you think? No, sir. No. Succinct nope, nope, to the nope. point. We're done. Move okay. on. Okay, let's move on to uh, some vinyl stuff. Whatever we got this week, uh, I know Chris has been collecting for a long time already, but Jeff and I are pretty new to this, so we're just gonna kind of talk about what we got this week or what we kind of listen to. So, uh, so let's just jump into it. What do you got, Jeff? Uh, go. Okay, so I, I I listen to a lot of like blues rock this week and i finally dug into this this live almond brothers that i have live at fillmore east and um i got this because i like the almond brothers and this is this is like as far as rock albums go or even as as far as like any live albums go this is always in like top 10 lists as as one of the best ever and in your top 10 list no or? in like in just like google top 10 live albums and and like this will be in almost all of them that's weird, it, dude. Like I thought it was kind of weird too. Is like you know, Almond Brothers are really cool. They're really great. How could this be that good? And 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 it was. It was. It was absolutely fantastic. It was so fucking good. It was unbelievable. <laughs> All right. And then I read more about the Almond Brothers, and mm -hmm. like holy shit, dude! What a what a tumultuous history they have had. And, and, and I know like nothing about them. It's. I mean, we we'll, we should probably do an, an album of theirs at some point, but crazy history so, i mean multiple band members dying uh their road manager stabbing a guy to death because he didn't pay him 500 bucks just Jesus. a fuck ton of crazy stuff has happened to this band and they are fantastic so yeah almond brothers i listened to my ccr that i got live in europe 
And this How one was that? this one was notable because it was it was only it was a three piece. They were missing they were missing one of the brothers, they were missing Tom. And you could tell. Like you could definitely tell. You it was it was not John spent so much time singing that mm-hmm. the leads were kind of non existent, which kind of oh, sucked. Mm-hmm. And the solos, the solos were, were were really broken down into just kind of more chords. And so he w- he wasn't picking anything. It was just mostly like chord type solos. And so it was cool. Did, it sounded fine. Did John did John play the solos on the records, or was it Tom who played the solo like the solos and leads? Tom was pretty was much it? just like rhythm. That's what I thought. So I'm I'm curious as to why like as as a three piece why John wouldn't play the leads and he wouldn't. He wouldn't play the solos or anything like that. Because there's no robust sound. And John is, is, I mean, so for one, he didn't even want this to come out. This was like all fantasy. They put it out, not behind his back, but against his urging. And yeah. there's no, there's no, like, there's not a robust sound. And so for a lot of bands that, like Grand Funk, who wouldn't care if as you're playing a solo, all you hear is just the bass and the, the drums. <laughs> So well, Grand, Grand Funk's a, is a kind of a bad example because that band is so bass-driven anyway that, you know, no, it doesn't it really matter. Th- doesn't, no, I'm, John needs a full sound. He likes to have a full sound, and that's, that's why he didn't want this to be released is because if he were to be playing the solos, a lot of times the solos that he played, they, they backpack off of the rhythm guitar anyway, so it's like a call-and-answer type of thing between John and Tom. And without that mm-hmm. there, you're missing a little bit of the nuance. And so that's why okay. a lot of his solos were weren't just normal; they were they were kind of chord driven, and that kind of sucked. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Okay. So Whatever that's worth. Uh, I listened to Quicksilver. Finally, I have a couple Quicksilver out. Quicksilver Messenger it took you Service. Ever. I know. I just I just you know I thought like well whatever I'll I'll get there eventually and I got there, I got there and, and? it was fine. The poor man CCR is some <laughs> some writer wrote up in San Francisco back in the day. I mean, they're totally not a poor man CCR. They are they're <laughs> way more like psychedelic influenced than they are th- that swamp rock sound. So different. I don't know what the hell that that guy was talking about in that article. He's probably just mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quicksilver is just like whatever. They're not they're not bad. They're just they're fine. Cool, I guess. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're fine. fine. They're, they would be yeah. like a solid second or third opener for the band I want to see. Like I'd be super happy with that. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. Have you heard Quicksilver, Chris? Uh, I have not. <laughs> okay, are you are you are you into like that kind of like the old psychedelic rock? Oh or, like, yeah, CCR man, for or anything sure. like that. Yeah, yeah, like okay. I, yeah, I definitely I will check them out. Check out their yeah, first album. I, mean, I, okay. I have their first album and I have their third or fourth album. Let, let me one. add it to my to my uh, my analog notes. <laughs> <laughs> analog notes. Quick <laughs> silver. Pre- notes. Uh, yeah, man. With my quill. I mean, honestly, I, I probably never want to do it on the pod. Want any of their albums on the pod, but they're still like worth no. a listen. No, nah, yeah, I definitely would not want to do one of theirs. And then I got into more hard rock stuff. So so I I actually started with Primus and Pork Soda. That was uh, what, 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 the day wow. after we potted, or maybe the night we potted after we potted and potted and potted and potted and potted. I listened to Primus yeah, Pork Soda finally, it. and damn, this sounds so good. Just like the the pressing itself, like oh, man, on vinyl. zero yeah. surface noise. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I only yeah. listen to music on vinyl now. That's it. Oh, mate, no, some of the Primus records except, sound except amazing, <laughs> amazing. And thank you for doing that episode. <laughs> it made me so oh, happy. Yeah. That oh, yeah, was we like did the way back in the day, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have got was... a lot of shit out of you guys, <laughs> just by pestering. 
I mean, that's true, asking, huh? you shall receive, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's yeah, it going like, to hurt, honestly? Exactly. So. Yeah, Get drunk so. and message your favorite podcast, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's so kind of you. So I got Primus Pork Soda, and then I, I, I listened to more Deep Purple. I have like six Deep Purple albums, and I think like 25% of them are fantastic, and the rest I think are just okay. What What's okay about them? It's just, just boring, or what? it's just boring hard rock. Mm. It's kind of like similar to like Chicago, just like it's there. Yeah, I mean it's definitely hard. And then when they try and get into the long stretches, the long instrumentals, there's nothing. There's nothing there to keep you going. There's no. There's no like great bass driven stuff to to allow the drummer to do his little thing. It's just everything's everything's fine. Kind of like Quicksilver. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's good. Okay. It's fine. I still need to listen to that that Deep Purple comp you got me to. I haven't listened to that yet. Listen to that, and if you if you if you find any joy in that, then maybe you can dig deeper. But if not, I think regardless, I'm gonna get Machine Head, and I'm gonna get uh, that the Live in Tokyo or Live in Japan or oh, whatever. Oh, Live in Japan. You told me to get Made in Japan. Made in Japan. Yeah, oh, yeah that's so what it good. Is. That's such a banger. Huh. I'll be the judge of that. No, eventually. you'll be the judge of nothing because you're an idiot. And then I also listened to <laughs> UFO. <laughs> So I got yeah. I got UFO's live album a while ago and um, I loved it. And then when I went to go to Laughlin, I stopped by this this record store and they had a UFO album for like two bucks. I picked it up. It's their third album, their first with their their new guitarist Mike Schenker. He was 19 when they recorded this, and then he's from the Scorpions, the band. Okay. Where he joined when he was 16. And talk about like a virtuoso. I don't understand like how we don't talk about this guy more because. He is a fucking phenomenal guitar player. And, and what's his name again? Mike Schenker, S-C-H-E-N-K-E-R. Oh, I've, I have heard of him. I, fuck, who does he play? He plays with somebody else more recently, but I can't remember now. I talked about him a lot, too, when, we, when, I, when I talked about my live UFO album. And um, dude, he's so good. Like, he, he slays. He is so fucking good. And this album is unbelievable. And so now I'm into UFO, too. <laughs> just another prog band. No, oh, no, so no. Weird. I'm loving so weird. Jeff's prog journey. It's it's <laughs> so great. <laughs> like, it's just it's so bizarre. Like like I've known Jeff for like 20 years now, almost 20 years now, and just him just now getting into prog rock just like blows my uh, mind. That it's great. Like, I it mean, took you took him this long to get into it. The only thing that makes me sad is Jeff seems to get into bands when members die. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. the guy from UFO dies. I fucking love UFO now, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You love Yes, Quiz Squire died. You know, the greatest, one of the greatest bass players ever. Is, I fucking love Yes. It's it's so it's great, but it's sad. <laughs> like it, ha- it happened with Charlie Daniels too. Like he died, and then you, Jeff, and I both got really into Charlie Daniels. Uh, so what you're saying is, if, if Omar dies, Jeff's on side. That's the system. Probably no, yeah. No, because <laughs> Tyler swears like I've never liked anything that Omar's ever done. I like I like to just make fun of Omar, but uh, Tyler, wait, we, we can... Tyler forgets that like we both listen to at the drive-in and the Mars Volta constantly <laughs> when like at the same time, and not just us. Yeah, not just us. Our entire other group people, of friends. other people have listened to these bands. <laughs> but even like our friends that don't like music really, like John Ryan, everybody, they even knew like Infilade. They knew like every part to that song because we constantly played it, so they constantly heard it. They could do yeah, the entire true. spoken word bit, yeah. From the start. Oh, hell yeah. Amazing. You can't do that. Well, obviously, Still. you can't do that. Still. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is going to happen a lot, I feel. So. Oh, I'm sure, Probably. yeah. And the more I drink of this 11.5%, the, the more fun it'll be. Oh, definitely. 
the more is... the more fighting, the more yelling there will be. Yeah. It will sound like that's, that that's driving song. It'd be great. Uh. <laughs> I listened to. Um, I got Sublime's Forty Ounces to Freedom. And, Their uh, worst album, but okay. It's it's not. That's fine though. <laughs> yeah, I, that sounds fantastic too. It's a double LP. I, I never realized it's 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 like an hour long. Is it really that? Well, I guess there's like 21 songs. Yeah. Or 22 songs. There's a lot of songs. And if you read a lot of the reviews, like a lot of the reviews say, or, or will we'll dock at points because they try to do too much. They don't stick to a sound. They, they do the thrash thing. They do the reggae thing. They do the ska thing. They do everything. And, and I just think like, why the fuck would you do- like knock somebody down for, for doing that? I don't I don't understand. Like this band clearly is just doing whatever the fuck they want, and they're doing it extremely well. And you're shit talking them, but that's fine. Do, I agree. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. It doesn't make any sense. Like why why anybody would criticize that? Because they not only do they jump around the different styles on that record as well as Robin the Hood, but they they do it so well. Like they're really good at playing all those different genres of music. So why why would anybody want to talk shit about it? It doesn't make any sense. Stupid, stupid idiots. I, again, Sublime is 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 one of those bands that is severely underrated. Severely. Yeah. So yeah. before I get into my album of the week, I want to talk about this one album that Tyler loves, and then I picked it up and I listened to it last week, but I wanted to talk about it this week because I, I don't know why. But I listened to Pink Floyd's Metal. Oh, oh, great fine. album! Great album! And my favorite Pink Floyd record. And I don't, my I favorite don't, Pink Floyd record. Oh well, <laughs> I guess it's mine too. I guess I don't. I don't know. So, no, it's so okay. What, what you, Tyler? All you had to do, like, just to get me to listen to this sooner, faster, whatever. You should have just said that there's a part of of metal where they interpolate. You'll never walk alone. Wait, what? They do the song. Yeah, you'll never walk alone. I don't remember now. <laughs> That's fine. It's like the third or fourth song. That's cool though. Yeah, they they they. But you love it? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was amazing. I'm I'm very surprised you liked it. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It, it's even Sloan walked in and he was like, "Is this Dark Side of the Moon?" So it's <laughs> they, you know, they. Not to they say a, a lot style, of bands sure. have a sound because they all a lot of like most of the good ones have a sound, but. Whenever like, someone walks side. in and says this sounds like the dark side, then you, you got to kind of laugh. You got to kind of giggle a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, this was this was fantastic. This was like unbelievable. There wasn't there wasn't as much singing as as I thought there was going to be. I thought it was going to be. I don't know what the fuck I thought. I don't know. But I thought <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. And and when that "You'll Never Walk Alone" part came on, I was just like, holy shit, <laughs> love it, love it. It's a great fucking album. Great album. Yeah. The best. Yeah, yeah I think it, it's the last uh, like. The last Pink Floyd record that was made, I think, before they were like Pink Floyd and it had this reputation, you know? It's the last album of any kind of humor in it, I think. Yeah. That's, that's I, I do do a lot of people in England love Pink Floyd or is it one of those things like oh, oh fuck? No, like, man, they are like they are to the point of cliche, especially over here. That they're an institution, you know, like you yeah. talk the sixties, you talk the Beatles and seventies, it's like you got punk and then you've got Floyd. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if everyone ever, even though I'd argue that they're not really that progressive in terms of virtuosity, amazing sound, but like they're their own thing. If people are like spoofing prog or whatever, it will be a, mm. a, a Floyd reference, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're great, and Les Claypool loves them as well. You know, he's covered Animals in its entirety. 
did he do that as a as like the solo thing or was that yeah no he did it with um the flying crop brigade it, it was a it was a live album it's just all of animals start to finish it's, it's mental was like, was the frog brigade that wasn't no that wasn't um the one with buckethead that was the no, that was, that was Colonel Claypool's Bucket of Bernie Brains. Yeah, That's what it was. Fuck, so many stupid fucking So many names. stupid names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Shit. like, yeah, Floyd. Animals is a great record, too. Oh, I, like, great I got album. on vinyl as well. Yeah, the vinyls. It's a killer record. I will, say, I, I will say that after listening to Dark Side and Metal, I don't know if I'm eager to go out and buy more Pink Floyd albums. Animals is really good, too. You should check out Animals. That's a killer record. And I, I think it, that's all Roger Waters, if I'm not mistaken. I think he wrote all the songs. I think he wrote all the lyrics, too, on that one. So it's pretty much a Roger Waters solo. Yeah, record. I would avoid The Wall for a while unless you want to be very depressed and have a couple of couple of hours to spare. Yeah, it takes <laughs> fucking forever to get through The Wall. It does. It's a long it, ass I know it's album. a sacred cow, but fuck me, it's overrated. <laughs> Just throwing yeah. it okay. out there. All right. I'll steer, steer clear, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Animals. Animals. That's the one. And they're never cheap, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't generally buy expensive stuff. That's that's fair. That's the shitty part too. Like as as many pressings as they have, they're fucking hard to come by. And, they're all and when expensive. you do, they're fucking like thirty bucks or or more, yeah. which is a lot, unless you're buying a new record. But yeah, yeah, it's stupid. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So my weekly yeah, pick. Um, I don't know why we talked about this last week, but it, it got brought up somehow, and then that's why I picked it because I ordered the album, the vinyls. And I picked Mill and Colin, their song Move Your Car from their uh it's their second album, Life on a Plate. Yeah. And, and I mean I okay, they're they're from Sweden from Orebru. Orebru. Wait, are they really from Sweden? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I thought for sure they were from fucking Southern California. No. Man, they're Swedish man. Yeah, they just been on what Epitaph or so like they were on Epitaph I think since their since this album, Life on a Plate, and I, that's probably why they got thrown into like that that scene wow okay but yeah all their names okay. are like swedish names you know like fucking sweden and things like that and the vocals man they're so swedish on the vocals with the pop punk <laughs> yeah dude but this this band's cool because they so they formed in like 92 and they've had the same lineup since like 93 like the same That's guys the same four guys past fucking 30 years like besides the balancing souls like nobody nobody does that nobody yeah, does that that's true and this one specifically, "Move Your Car," was written by the guitarist Matthias. Matthias, all right. Yeah, that's a. Should we play name. a little bit of "Move Your Car," dude? Yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. song. Okay, here we go. I don't know why you're yelling. Here we go. "Move Your Car" from Melancholy.
There you go. Move your car from Mill and Cullen. And I had to double check because I didn't believe you that they're from Sweden. And they really are. Why would you not believe me? I don't know. I thought you were just like yanking my chain or something. How can you not hear the little Swedishness in his vocals? I don't. I don't hear it. He's so happy in Swedish, man. But it sounds, but it just sounds like a, like maybe like a SoCal accent or something. I don't know, like a Poway accent. And he could be doing it on purpose too, like to be fair on that one. A lot of people do weird fucking accents on purpose. That's true. true. Christopher Walken. Tom DeLong. Christopher Walken. Tom, Tom DeLong though, that's, that's his real voice. The Poway accent that he, he. That's his. I remember why I chose this. It's because when we were in Laughlin in the River, we were talking about Mike Carrera and his cover of No Cigar. And then oh, yeah. he said it was really good. And then he said, then you mentioned that it was better than the original. I said, no, no, it's not better than the original. Melancholm's fantastic. And then you mentioned, like, oh, I never listened to Melancholm that much. And then I got mad. And then that's why I, <laughs> that's why I picked this. Cause <laughs> I got mad. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're like a, they were like a staple, dude. They were like, come on. I know, but I never. What the no, fuck? I, I know they are. I mean, if you were into like the whole epitaph scene or the skate punk scene, yeah, then you should listen to Millencolin. But I, for for whatever reason, I never did. I don't know. And and it's this weird. This was like when I saw. Th- this was like one of the last, not the last time, but so their first album they, they released was called Tiny Tunes, and I mean it was like riddled with lawsuits. I think they did it on purpose. So just the album name right. itself, Tiny Tunes, like obviously they're gonna get sued by Warner Brothers. Because yeah. Tiny Tune Adventures. And there's a song on there that was called like Disney something. So Disney sent him a letter saying better fucking change that. And they printed t shirts that said like Chiquita and Chill or Chiquita Relax or something like that. <laughs> so Chiquita <laughs> Banana sent him a fucking cease and desist. And so I think that's why they got so popular so quick. Because when they came out with this one, it was a lot less ska influenced than their first one. But mm-hmm. this song, Move Your Car, still has that that basic generic like early 90s ska punk oh for sure okay. like when oh. you t- saw you picked it like the nostalgia overload was so great i was so happy like it, it's probably <laughs> been a, a decade since i even listened to millencon and i was like oh yeah right so cool. dude like millencon's <laughs> just that band that you <sighs> you could go 10 years without listening to and listen to him again just, and feel just feel so happy oh warm inside man warm inside it was great but the real question is, what did Tyler think about this song? <laughs> well, I will say, I've only, as far as I know, I've only heard two Millencolin songs. That being No Cigar and Move Your Car. Uh, that rhymes, too. That's cool. Uh, but, you yeah, know, I love them both. They're both fantastic songs. But I still stand by Mike Carrera's acoustic cover of No Cigar is better than the Millencolin version. But No Cigar and this song are really fucking good. And I, I need to get more into Millencolin. That's just, that's just how it goes. I bought this, the way she if you want, this album is fantastic. And it's like $14 on Walmart.com. You can pick it up for free. It's super cheap. <laughs> Walmart.com. But just, just God, know. You, you like scour all the fucking stores, the brick and mortar stores online to, to see where the cheapest vinyl is. Oh, absolutely. But then I ordered it and it, they had like free shipping. And so it was supposed to be here like last Thursday. And then it was delayed to Friday. And then it was delayed till today. And then now it's delayed till Monday. Oh. So I didn't great fucking have it. I was, did I plan on listening to like nothing but like SoCal music and Epitaph stuff today, and they fucked that up. I'm sad. I'd day. be disappointed too. Very. But disappointed. that's the postal service. You know, they suck. They suck here. I don't know how it is in England, Chris. But uh, it's been pretty crazy. The whole COVID thing has sort of ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Your country's oh, but it was like bad. Tiny. It was bad prior. Just fucking walk right. your packages. It's a great excuse, sir. You send like your parents a late birthday card. Oh fuck me, it's the postal service. Something to do with me. So that you know that worked. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Uh, but no, it's it's terrible. 
Yeah. <laughs> so move your car, move your car. That's going to get stuck in your head, Tyler. I promise you later. I know. So catchy. God. It so is catchy. very fucking catchy. Freaking love it. Love that chorus. It is. I'm probably. I'll probably listen to this record when I go for a run later. I'll put it on while I, while I go running. All right. So let's move on. Let's see. Do we do we want to talk about Melancholy more? Or should we move on? Do I want to? We yes, can. of course. I would love to talk about Melancholy all day, but we're on a time crunch, so we? we don't have six hours. So go ahead, and, <laughs> go ahead, move on. All right, Chris. What what do you got? We. I don't know if you really pick up a lot of vinyl anymore or if you just want to kind of talk about what what you got recently or what, yeah, whatever you want to do. So what I did is I just did a quick sort of scout through and I kind of a mix of both. So, the, I, so oh, yeah, I mentioned that the, the sort of three things I bought most recently and then just a couple of others that I that I went through. So just before lockdown, uh, I finally managed to get I've been after it for freaking years is a copy of You're a Woman, I'm a Machine by Death from Above 1979 on vinyl because I love that band uh, so much obviously being a bass player and all of that um, is is that just, the is that the album sorry is that the album where, where the guys have like the, the snake noses yeah the elephant the noses and it's bright pink yeah. and it's them yeah okay. yeah man it's, it's so good um, and uh, it's been out of print well, forever, basically. They did, like, two pressings in 04 and 05. Uh, but, you know, they split up. They did nothing. They got back together. But everyone's like, we press it. And they go, yeah, no. Uh, so I managed to finally get a second-hand one. It's on white vinyl. Uh, it's from 05. It's on the Canadian uh, pressing, which is great because they're Canadian. Uh, so it's on the ache pressing. Uh, it's 30 minutes of just really great drums and bass sexy dirty dance punk man it's it's great it's it's stupid i love it <laughs> um so yeah that's taken me like 10 10 years to get hold of so i finally got that so that was cool didn't, wait chris didn't uh didn't dave elich the drummer play with them recently or like within the last few years maybe i don't know i think he did i yeah i'm pretty i don't know it might have been them or another band that starts with like with death or something maybe no because they're just a two piece it's just just a drummer who's on vocals and then and then jesse who's on he's on on bass on because he's oh, also okay, he's also on, mastercraft yeah. who are pretty freaking sweet and they're just dropping a new album just there you go uh, what are they what are they or is that like a, a they're DJ like thing they're, yeah dj thing yeah man but they're they're sweet in fact their their remixes of dfa stuff is oh, oh it's amazing um okay. My ultimate charity shop find, because I think that's a fun one to talk about, like thrift store find, I says, uh, is um, the Flame and Lips with a little help from my friends, which is their entire cover of Sgt. Pepper's by the Beatles. Um, I think think it was 5,000 pressed and that was it uh, worldwide. Um, It's on translucent red vinyl. Um, Thrift store? It's a beauty. Yeah, man, it, and it's almost impossible to find. So I have their, the I'd had fuck? already had their Dark Side of the Moon cover vinyl, which is on translucent green. Um, but like, obviously, it was just that one came. It went. It was a one-off release for Record Store Day in 2014, I think. I was like, "Fuck me, never gonna get it." And then I was in a, a charity shop in Bristol when I was still living there, and and it was just there for like a fiver, and I was like, "Boom." So yeah, that's my best charity oh, shop. Fuck, it's a fiver. <laughs> yeah, how, how, what, five what's the, English the... pounds. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so that's what, like ten, bu- $10 about ten bucks. I yeah, about ten bucks yeah. with the exchange rate as it is. Yeah, man. So like a fiver, mate. Yeah, um, about <laughs> about the price of a pint, but a real pint, not an American a pint. pint. A real pint. Wait, wait, what's a what's a real pint? Twenty five hundred and sixty-eight mil. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> what is that town, sis? I don't know. Uh, Shit. I hate the American system. Over half a litre. Um, <laughs> that's a real pint. Uh, of, of driving beer yeah uh, so yeah that's my ultimate charity shop find it's it's really cool I love the fact that they, they've come with a lot of sacred cow records to flame lips they've done I say Dark Side of the Moon they've done the Beatles they've done the Stone Roses um, I think it's great but they just take it on and do their own crazy thing and they're so fun live right uh, I've never seen I've always heard great things about them but I've never I've never seen them and I know they play like big fucking shows they play the um I, I i you might not know but jeff brought jeff knows but like they played the rose bowl like 10 years ago and they sold that shit out no, i know the, the size Bowl's of the rose bowl yeah huge. it's big yeah man they are honestly the most fun even if you don't know anything about their music if you go and see them you will have a great time um, yeah i heard they i heard like because i had a friend who went to the one at the rose bowl and she said that they released like thousands of beach balls into the crowd Oh yeah, and man! He, she just said it was fucking mayhem. Yeah, confetti Absolute ball, mayhem. like confetti cannons, yeah. giant unicorns. They come out <laughs> zorbs. It's it's, man. They they make so many records. I think just to fund their live show because like, they spend so much <laughs> they money. Have so many records since like the mid eighties. Yeah, man, they've dropped like, they've a new been one. For that long. Yeah. A new one. Oh god, yeah, man. Like they're old school. Like, every year since the mid eighties, they've come out with at least like a record or two. Yeah, damn, yeah. I thought they were like mid to late 90s when they started no nah, man yeah. like yashimi okay. is like middle era for those guys oh, dude, that's, a, that, that's i mean that's like what got me i guess into the flaming lips was that oh, one, yeah. song? do you realize it's, oh that's a great song they always end their concerts with that song as well and it's beautiful like oh, at so that point sad. if you're not so if you're good. not crying covered in confetti <laughs> man it's like yeah something's gone wrong <laughs> um, yeah uh so other things just very quickly um Emergency and I by the Dismemberment Plan. Um, so glad I've I got that. Them. They're so good. Uh, if, if if you like if you like today's today's band of the week, then I think you probably like them. They're worth checking out. Uh, it okay. came to me. I discovered them at a time where I was in a really weird place, and I'd I'd kind of given up on music and really wasn't enjoying music and uh, wasn't enjoying my life and then like i found this record and it's such a mishmash of styles and influences it's like the pixies having sex with prince with a bit of bowie and a cheap casio keyboard thrown on top and it's so great um and it's some amazing (laughs) some amazing lyrics in that album Um, it's the ultimate breakup album i think uh, so check that one out. I I, I put it on my list because I got the last copy in the UK, <laughs> um, and what? it's a yeah it's a it's a it's a double LP four sides. It's got tons of liner notes. Um, ben Gibbard from Death Cab writes some liner notes because they toured together a lot. Uh, it's just a really nice thing. It's a beautiful object, you know, one of those really lovely gatefold vinyls. You open up and there's a book and all the vinyls are pretty. Oh, that's so nice. So pretty. Uh, which leads me on to, I got the Clouds Hill tapes a while ago. Um, oh, yeah. Which is just beautifully packaged. Um, I'm very attached to Clouds Hill. Like I'll probably talk about it more later in the episode. But, uh, you know, I've been there. I've seen Omar there. Um, which is pretty crazy and hung out with Omar and Johan who's the producer mm-hmm. um, it's a beautiful crazy studio in the middle of an industrial estate in Hamburg <laughs> it's so really cool. okay I thought it was in uh, like outside of Amsterdam but I didn't know it was in Germany no no it's in Hamburg he, he Omar lived in Amsterdam for years but yeah no yeah. Johan and Cloud Hills in Hamburg man yeah oh okay Got it, it was so I mean I mean knowing that that you are an Omar fan and I am as well honestly I I don't like the music on it. I don't like the vocalist and I don't like the reworkings of his songs on those. I just can't get into it. 
That's fair. I mean, I'm biased. I tried. Because I saw that lineup. That lineup was the, the the only show they did was the show I went mm-hmm. to see. Um, oh. and, and they were really nice people. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think the first disc is definitely my favorite. Um, for sure. See, I only I only listened to the first two. I didn't bother with the third because I just I just figured it was going to be more of the same, and I just didn't really. I I couldn't cannot get into it. I get, I get it. It's not it's not a guitar record at all. And it's a shame because yeah. he's such a such a good guitar player, and he's like, no, I don't fucking play guitar anymore, which is such yeah. an Omar thing to do. Like, he's ah, so so fucking frustrating. He can be such a, yeah, yeah, he can be, <laughs> he can be such an Omar. <laughs> but uh, like, it was cool. I think. I mean, the, the the third the third disc is is the headphone record. It's it's yeah, it's 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 more interesting than it is enjoyable. I think that's a very fair comment. Yeah. Okay. I, I think he cool. uh, didn't. Didn't he announce that they're he, they're repressing it already, or am I mistaken? Like yesterday or two days ago? Yeah, yeah. Like he fu- actually posted on Instagram that like it's it's coming out to stores soon, isn't it? So yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. So yeah. I don't know if it's a repressing or or if it's just like overstock or I don't know. What I it don't is. know. I don't know. You know, he's he's got to he's got to make that money somehow. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess. So yeah. Uh, okay. So, so is that um. And two more things, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, another album I picked up just because, again, uh, an album that made me fall in love with music again uh, is a, by a band called Cloud Nothings. Uh, it's called Attack on Memory, uh, and that's on white vinyl as well. It's uh, produced by your boy Steve Albini. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it started as a bedroom project by a guy called Dylan Bowdy, uh, and the first record is really pop punk and kind of power puppy. And then he came out with this like a year later, and that's when he was like, no, I'm going to have a band. Um, and it's this filthy half hour of post-hardcore. It's amazing, such a turnaround. Mm. Um, there's some really great post-rock in there as well. I think one track's like eight or nine minutes long, and it's got this amazing breakdown. And the drummer is phenomenal. He is the secret to that band's success. Uh, they're all disgustingly young. I think he was like 20 when this record came out. Um, but like it's it's great uh, it made me fall in love with like heavy music again uh, obviously it's got a classic Albini drum sound uh, yeah. it's only about half an hour long for the whole record yeah man Attack on Memory check it out I've never uh, even heard of them like Cloud, no. ne- Cloud Nothings you said? Cloud Nothings yeah they just released a new album like last month that he did in quarantine actually as well he's done a Covid record um, yeah he's quite prolific started as a one man band you know and then branched out uh that leads me to my last pick which is the last thing i bought on vinyl uh which is by a band called do nothing uh they're reasonably local they're from nottingham which is like one or two cities over here here from birmingham uh the ep because all bands bring out a cool all cool bands bring out an ep first like modern literature they're pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) they're cool they're a good band they're a good band they're a good bass player sucks he's a big gobby but no they're all right (laughs) um yeah so they bought uh they bought out an ep it's called zero dollar bill (laughs) garby um it came with a cool t-shirt um which is which is nice um i keep trying to see this band and every time they're playing, I kid you not, I'm playing a gig. So I can't go see them. <laughs> that sucks. Um, but they, they they announced tour dates for next year. And they're playing my local pub up the road, uh, which is great. So I have bought a ticket. We'll see if it actually happens. Uh, but I, I dig them a lot. They, they remind me a lot of The Fool. Um, like he's got a very kind of Marky e. Smith 
vocal delivery. It's a track I sent you. If you got a chance mm-hmm. to listen to it or not. But uh, yeah, it's called LeBron James. And yeah, the EP is great. And they've just come back into the studio. And yeah, it's some just reasonable local talent. They're getting quite a lot of hype over here. Uh, I'm hoping the album drops next year and hoping I finally get to see them live. Yeah, I mean, this this video for LeBron James, it has 80,000 views in nine months. Yeah, you and considering they're a local band, essentially, that's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, man. Uh, it's so, got a great bass line. Killer bass line. So. Yeah, it's, it's a cool song. So I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of it right oh, now. Che- so. Sweet. Here's, uh, here's LeBron James from the band Do Nothing. After that is, hey there, genius, how you doing? I was halfway back to my house before the film was even done. Saying, hey, I made that mountain and now it's swallowing me up. The results are in and it looks like everybody gets a big old slice of nothing. Everything was cool, I have no idea how it happened. How about you melt into the pavement and slip on down the drain? Saying, you should have seen me, man, I could almost taste the There you go, LeBron James from the LeBron band James. Do Nothing from Nottingham. Did I say that right? You did. Nottingham. <laughs> yeah. Nottingham. 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 <laughs> Nottingham. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now they were cool, man. They were cool. They kind of reminded me of uh, a little bit of Phantom Planet. I don't know if you're familiar with them because they're I like more not. local to California. Well, but I'll check them out if they're if they're yeah. If I'm sure you've heard like probably the for s- sure two songs. At least the song California. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's Phantom Planet, but it, like some of their later stuff, it reminds me kind of of this song. So I thought it's pretty cool. It was pretty interesting stuff. Sweet. Would you Would you listen to the whole album like this, Tyler? I would. Yeah, I like that bassline a lot. That was a killer bassline. Yeah, he's a cool crazy. guy. Good bass player. What, what do you mean I'm fucking crazy? What are you fucking talking you, about? You hate any music that sounds like 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 this. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Like what? Like the Arctic like Monkeys, for one. The Arctic Monkeys don't sound like this. They, oh, very different. Very different. They, no, <laughs> completely it's, it's different. in the same realm. You don't like Why? She because wants they both revenge. have accents? She wants, she wants Revenge sounds a lot like this. No, it, she, no, she Wants Revenge is garbage. But it, sound, garbage. it sounds similar to this. I mean, this was no, this was good. This is nothing wrong with this. It was fantastic. But, dude, come on. I, I, you don't, I'm sorry, you don't I enjoyed like the, it. You don't like the indie stuff. Get the what are you talking about? I think I, I like Phantom Planet. They're like that is the big only indie band. indie band that you like. <laughs> they're really good though. <laughs> but uh, no, I like other s- stuff too. I like the Hives. The Hives are really good. Oh, the Hives, like they're the so hives. great. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> I, I don't was... like the Strokes, of course, because the Strokes suck. But that's crazy. Uh, 
Watching the Hives play at a metal festival was one of the greatest experiences of my life. <laughs> just, oh, they must have hated them. It was so great because he's like, who likes the Hives? And the whole kind of like, boo. And he's like, well, I like the Hives, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> just, Dude, the Hives can bring it, though. They, that, so they're good. not just, hate to say I told you, so they had albums before and many albums after. Oh, wait, after mate, Benny VD Vicious, man. Tyrannosaurus Hives tar- is on the best garage rock like albums out there. Walk, so good. Walk, the famous one on that Oh, one. exactly. Dude, uh, so good. It is, so I agree. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you guys. But That's all right, then. <laughs> yay, yay. That's right. I get it. I get yelled at for for liking something. I just I can't win. I can't win on my on this pod. No, nope, you can't. Good work. Carry on. I can never win. <laughs> and now over to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. So let's get into my shit. God damn it. Okay, so uh, I got so like uh, like Jeff said earlier, him and I were in Laughlin last weekend. We hadn't seen each other for a couple months since our vinyl addiction began. So he's been buying me records for the Aww. last three months or so. So he literally brought 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 a tub of records, over a hundred records, with him to Laughlin and gave them to me. So I've been sifting through them. I've been trying to listen to as much as I can, but it's been a busy week for me, so I haven't had to listen to that much of it. But uh, but no, there's there's a lot of shit here, a lot of shit I've never even heard. So it better be good. But the first one I got here, it's not all gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's no way some of the stuff is gonna be good. They're like there's no way. But um, but so the first one I got here is actually um. This is Jeff's friend in Arizona. It's Jeff's friend's friend. It's his old punk band from the 80s uh, called yes. No One Special. Oh, uh, is this repress- the guys you played? They were amazing. <laughs> yeah, we played them like a few episodes ago, maybe like yeah. a month ago or something. Yeah, so 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 they, they repressed their, their record on vinyl like in 2015 or 2016. And uh, and then they gave, he, the, the drummer gave Jeff two copies of it, one for him and one for myself. And dude, it's, fucking, it's a killer record. I, I listened to it on Spotify prior, but... Yeah, I put it on uh, a couple of days ago, and it's it's just like straightforward, just good punk music. It's great. It's from like 1987, I think, and uh, and it's cool. Like with the like, it has like a bunch of like pictures inside of it too. And Dude, those, like, those know, show really posters, cool. like they played oh, with yeah. so many cool fucking bands. Yeah, dude, it, it, they're they're fucking rad, dude. They they're really really cool, and they should have. I mean, punk music doesn't really get popular, but. It, they're one of the better ones I've heard, but it might be biased because you know the guy. So I think the scene and died though, like because he came over that one day to bring them, and and he was I mean him and my neighbor were talking and I was kind of like chiming in with our experience in the SoCal punk scene, but yeah. like their scene just died. It, it just like in the late '80s, early '90s, it just it it died. Like it didn't I stick around. I, I would assume because like it's fucking Arizona in like the early '90s. Like there's nobody out here. Yeah, I guess it, I mean it did transition into the more like you know emo, like hard rock stuff of like Jimmy World and stuff. Even though Jimmy World was like a like a almost like a punk band on their first record, but I don't know. And then he was but no, this this almost just, just like the differences too. I mean, it's still going off that like the differences between like the pay to play format in SoCal, where you had to sell tickets yeah. to play a show. Over here, it was like the total opposite. It was like, yeah, you can play our venue if you sell a lot of tickets, then you can get extra money. But yeah, you can play it for free. Don't worry about it. No big deal. <laughs> ah, that's so that's so different from here. But uh, you know, it, it's probably because there's so many bands in Southern California. Yeah, in Orange County so and LA. Saturated, just like in Orange yeah. County alone. Like, how many bands have made it big coming out of Orange County? You know, it's like it's true, how many yeah. bands have made it big coming out of the entire state of Arizona. That's true. Yeah, and then even when you look at LA, just the city of LA, the oh, bands that came yeah. out of LA. 
you know, 20 or 20 miles from where I live. So yeah, but yeah, this band, no one's special. This record's really, really good. Go check it out on Spotify. They don't have a lot of hits, but it's solid. Like if you like just old eighties punk music, this is, this is your go-to. It's, it's good stuff. Okay. So I got that. And then, uh, Jeff also picked me up, um, Primus, Primus's Antipop, my favorite Primus record. So I was really stoked about that. Uh, and it's it's like it's on a translucent purple vinyl. So that's oh, is that the, the double new, LP. Is that the new ones? Yeah, the hundred eighty gram. Yeah, yeah, it's the hundred eighty gram. Yeah, sweet dude. It's so it's so thick and bass heavy. I fucking love it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Amazing. I mean that 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 album was already mixed like really bass heavy as it is, but damn dude, it sounds so good. It sounds so fucking good. And Brian <laughs> Brian Mantia is just like one of my favorite drummers. He fucking kills it everybody on this record just just so good and it it sucks because they they think so little of this album they think so poorly of it and it it's really a good album it really is and it just it came out at a bad time for like this kind of music which sucks yeah i think i think it's a personal thing for those guys i think it was a bad time for the band yeah because i mean they they broke up right after this oh yeah 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 for sure yeah, yeah, but I, I think it's a fantastic record. The cover is great, and I, I love it. My favorite, my favorite Primus song is on this one too. Greet the Sacred Cow. Oh, it's the best. And they've Have only played it like once, I think, once or twice. They've only played it. So. There is live footage of it on YouTube from like some some old talk show. Yeah, <laughs> it was from uh, oh, what was that farmhouse with Matt, Matt Pinfield? Oh, I've no. It's just so <laughs> weird to <laughs> see like dancing yeah. chicks at the Primus show. I'm like, this isn't uh, a Primus show. <laughs> There's yeah, it girls. was the Pinfield show. I think it was Farmhouse or something like that, but here in the States. Yeah. But yeah, that and it, it's like really shitty quality on YouTube. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, so I got that one. And then uh, Jeff also picked me up Pink Floyd's uh, album More, their soundtrack album for the movie More. And I think I've only, I had only listened to this once and that was like years ago. And I listened to it again and it has like really bad reviews, but I listened to it. And I, it's fucking solid. It's really good. Like it's very atmospheric and it's there's not a lot of lyrics and but I mean that's I mean it's a soundtrack so it's like what it, what would you expect but I think that's probably why they got knocked for it because there's not a lot there lyrically or vocally but I I, I think it's a fantastic record okay. it's really good and then uh, moving on to more proggy stuff mm. uh, I listened to Genesis I got Genesis selling England by selling England by the pound. This is the record that got me into Genesis the good Genesis the Peter Gabriel Genesis at least the good Genesis. And, um, the only good Genesis, yeah, because once uh, fucking Phil Collins became the singer, it was just <sighs> shit. Never give drummers PD. microphones. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy? He's an amazing drummer. Drummer, he's an incredible drummer. But yeah. just his like voc like his vocals are so awful. Oh, I hate <laughs> it. But anyway, selling England by the pound, it's great. Jeff listened to it too because he never really got into Genesis, but I urged him to listen to it before he gave it to me. And you dug it, right? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I've listened to three Genesis on on vinyls now. And um, I guess this one is from the era you are speaking of. And I thought mm-hmm. it was great. Like, I thought it was fantastic. And then I listened to another one that they did later on. I can't remember the name of it. And that's the one I was telling you, like, I don't fucking, I don't understand, like, why you why you think Genesis is so great. And then you told me that's a different, kind of a different generation of Genesis. And that, that made yeah. sense. I think it was, I think it was after Peter, Peter Gabriel left. Yeah, it was the definitely Phil Collins singing. Yeah. Oh, no, it's they're like they're like two totally different bands. Like, yeah, I don't know why why Phil Collins decided to move on with the name Genesis, 
I just it doesn't make any sense. They're like a pop band at that point. It was yeah, I, mean, they, I assume it's just contractual contractual obligations at that point. I don't know that they had a record I, I would, left on their contract. I have no idea. But no, they they made a bunch of records with Phil Collins on vocals. I think I, they made several. Yeah, so I, I think even Peter Gabriel like sued him at one point, and then he vowed never to come back, and he's never ever once reunited with the band. So good for him. Invisible. But they touch. were supposed to tour this year, weren't they? The Phil Collins era. The that, Phil Collins era, yeah, with his son. His son was going to play drums. That's I right. Think. Yeah, yeah, as a, and as then a Genesis he was sing. reunion tour. Yeah, but Why but would, minus like, like the, the two original thing. members. Yeah, so it was going to be a Genesis reunion, but without the two original members being Peter Gabriel and I forgot the guitarist name. So it was so it was like a Phil Collins like plays that's Genesis. All it was. Yeah, yeah. Because he <laughs> can't drum anymore. Lit. Like, do, do you no, guys know about this? That he just woke up one day and was like, I can't play drums. Yeah, he, he was like four or five years ago. Yeah he, yeah, he had to retire. He just like he couldn't do it anymore. I don't know if it was physical. It had to have been physical. Like he just No, no, apparently he up. just woke up one day and like it's just gone. Like the whole <laughs> like <laughs> literally. Like... Yeah, like it's like the ultimate yips, apparently. He's just like I I can't play drums anymore. Like, I can't. I Wait, what like... does yips mean? Is what do you yips? watch Seinfeld in, in, in England? Is that what's going on? Or is that is, is a yips like a common term outside of Seinfeld lore? It's it's a common it's it's a sports term. We have sports over here in England as well. We have soccer in England. Um, That's true, yeah. Do you call it soccer? Is, no, we call it football because our feet use it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unlike your football, where you pick it up and throw it at people. Uh, that's well, our football is the worst. But. That's called rugby and body armor because you're pussies. But <laughs> you know, exactly, uh, exactly. Like we really hit each other. Uh, the yips, yeah. It's like you psych yourself out and like, yeah, like you 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 can't do stuff or you you twitch or whatever. Yeah, he apparently has hmm. the ultimate drummer's yips. Okay, I yeah. mean I, that's so bizarre. Like I don't it's know how fucking you can. Weird. It's super weird considering he was so good and so prolific as a drummer to just like all of a sudden not know how to do it. It's, yeah. That's weird. Like, have you seen the tambourine shit he used to do where he was like bouncing tambourines off his knees whilst playing drums at the same time? And, oh, no. Man, he used to be like really good. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was like his playing is, and just the percussions and yeah. like outside of just the main kit. Like he was, the dude is great. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense how he just can forget like and that. I think there's like an old Genesis, like when he first took over lead vocals, there's a video and like, even in the music video, oh. like he's clutching the drumsticks like a microphone. <laughs> because oh, like so embarrassing. It's such this weird like transition <laughs> and it's so awkward. That's that's horrible. That's uh, horrible. Yeah, I can't remember what song it is, and even if I knew I, I wouldn't tell you because I don't want you guys to actually <laughs> watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's that is the most cringeworthy thing. Oh god. Alright. Well, I also got I, I only got a couple left, so I got. Uh, I listened to this is a this is one that Jeff recommended to me that I bought a, a little while ago, but I just got around to listening to it, and uh, it's ELP or uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer. Mm. Listen to their album Brain Salad Surgery, the one with mm. the cover that H.R. Geiger did, the artist, and uh, and dude, it, this is fucking fantastic. Mm. It wasn't what I was expecting at all. I expected to hear like a law firm singing songs, <laughs> but dude, it was, this was like really good. This is really, really good. The first song though, kind of like threw me off. It was just like, oh dude, this is really what it's going to sound like. But then the second song hits and you, I was just like, I was hooked. It was fantastic. Nice. So I was like in a really proggy mood. So that's why I listened to that. I listened to Genesis, listened to Floyd. And then, uh, and then the last one here, Jeff got this one for me. Uh, brought it to Laughlin when we met there. And that's Yes and their album Fragile. Yes. So I got that. Yes. And dude, this 
mind you, I I didn't I didn't I don't know much about Yes, and the first song comes on and it's the song Roundabout. And I had no idea that was a Yes song, and that's a banger of a song. That's oh, a banger. So that was great. That is, is absolutely great. And then the rest of the album was just fucking fantastic. I couldn't believe it. They, like, where what have where have I been? Like, I've I've always been more of a little bit more of a progman than Jeff, and I fucking slept on this one. Uh, so I, I was a little disappointed in myself, but yeah, I've listened I listened to this record twice this week. So amazing. It's great just get into yeah. ELO now, man. That's another great Birmingham band, ELO. Jeff Lynn. Are they really Birmingham? Yeah, Jeff Lynn's oh. my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Not my boy, personally. Uh, but yeah, yeah. And and Wizard, which is a band that came out of ELO when half of them left. I, okay. Dude, I, I mean, think ELO is fantastic. Like I think I think their their earlier stuff before they got into the symphonic stuff is, is Yeah, man. So that was when he was news. Jeff and and the guy who went off to form Wizard and they they, they split up over over musical directions. Um uh, so the early stuff is was both of them writing together, and then yeah, they're they're they're, they're Midlands pride, mate. We talk like this over here, and uh, we. <laughs> Wait, what's 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 Midlands? Is that just like a? So, so Midlands is like the, I guess I guess it equate to the state for you guys. It's the county, so like the area. Okay. So Birmingham is in the West Midlands. Nottingham is in the East Midlands. Okay. Uh, but the West Midlands, like Birmingham, what we call the Black Country, which is where we talk like that, uh, you know, the mining, the mining, lots of mining, lots of hills, and uh, lots of heavy metal and prog rock. We've got Jeff Lynn, Ozzy Osbourne, and half of Led Zeppelin, and it's great. <laughs> okay, that's not that's, that's, that, that, that accent sounds more familiar though. It does, like that. You actually, like when you said Ozzy Osbourne, I, I. It sounded like that. That that sounded yeah. like it. Not it was weird. Like he, that's the accent he has. Yeah, it's so uh, the brummy. It's it's very nasal. It's quite slow, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> do you do you have a difficult time understanding Ozzy Osbourne? Uh, like we do, or yeah. is it like no, you're no, just yeah, used to the no. accent, or no? I mean, like brummies <laughs> are, are we're often mocked. Uh, it's like we're slightly sexier now, but Peaky Blinders has become a big thing. Yeah, um, great show. It's great show, but terrible accents. <laughs> um, oh, really? Well, very few of them are actually from Birmingham, <laughs> and you can tell. <laughs> Tom, the guy, uh, Killian Murphy, he's not bad. Uh, but, you know, Arthur, he's like half Cockney, half Scouser. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, you always know, third episode of every season, Arthur. I'm sad. I'm sad, Tom. It's the third episode. I've got to have a breakdown. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just what you've got to do. Uh, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten my point. <laughs> yeah, what were we talking about? Ozzy Osbourne. That's right. Uh, yeah, Ozzy. Yes, no, we, we, no one understands Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, Ozzy doesn't understand Ozzy, but we fucking love Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, of course. And I mean, that's, the guy you know, is amazing. And we love Geezer Butler. And we, we love Bill Ward. And, of course, we love Am Tony as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean the, the perfect band, yeah. the original lineup. We have Black band. Sabbath Bridge in Birmingham now, uh, which is Do you great. really? Yeah, we they renamed the bridge and it's got this massive like, mural. Just recently? Uh, yeah, because like it was, uh, yeah, last year was the fifty years of metal. Um, big. There was a huge Sabbath exhibition at the Birmingham Art Gallery. It was fucking incredible. Uh, I went just loads of stuff. All the guys went down and you know donated loads of their clothes and loads of community stories. And they actually like <laughs> rebuilt a replica of Tony's studio in there. And it was yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, Damn, that's pretty rad. Yeah, man. Hopefully it will go on tour. 
I mean, maybe not this year. <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't happen for another couple of years. No, but yeah, if, if it ever comes to the States, recommend going to see it. It was really cool. It was nice to see Birmingham genuinely taking pride in something because we're very good at not. <laughs> <laughs> very good at not. Very good at not. <laughs> we're very self-deprecating right. people. <laughs> So the the last thing I have here, I have two records, and to keep along with my prog, um, this leads into my album of the week, and that's uh, Angels and Airwaves. <sighs> I got I got their first two records. I got We Don't Need to Whisper and I Empire, and my pick comes from comes from I Empire. And Jeff, he now says that he no longer likes Angels and Airwaves, and he doesn't like We Don't Need to Whisper, uh, which is bullshit. Uh, it's not what you said on the pod earlier, Jeff. <laughs> I know you. Get over it. You're a big Tomman. I'm not. You're a big Tomman. Uh, you uh, are. Uh, I don't know why you don't like this first I, first record. First of all, I've never liked I Empire. Yeah, but you've always loved We Don't Need to Whisper. I I think the, like the nostalgia has always overtaken my actual critical ability to, to dissect the album. But when we listened to it again, like it was fun. It brought up memories, but it's, it's fucking boring, man. <laughs> You're crazy. It's boring lunch. You- boring tuna. <laughs> <laughs> So you you were a you were a Blinkman, right, Chris? But never. Oh yeah, man. They were the f- Blink were the first band I ever saw live. Yeah. Okay. Original lineup. Well, not original lineup. Not Scott Travis lineup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, on the self self untitled tour, that was my oh, first nice. gig. Okay. Yeah, two thousand and four. Oh, so right before they split. <laughs> yeah. Like that was yeah. probably the last tour before they split. Yeah, it was. Right? Yeah, last totally yeah. last last UK tour. Shit. Um, oh man, those I've seen I've seen videos from those that tour. And they were they were just like they were playing those songs so fucking fast. So they were about fast. to like just fall apart. Like, oh, but it was like, so good. The bickering on stage was beyond like banter. It was there was edge to it. Like looking back now, just like awkward, like family yeah. fighting. <laughs> yeah, like really funny, but really like really like as a teenager, I was like, woo, it's time luck, <laughs> taking a piss, and then I was like, oh, and they've split up. They're <laughs> like, oh. Oh. But you never. But did you ever get into Angels and Airwaves, um, or was that just like I never loved them? Uh, mm-hmm. Weirdly, now I think I like them more now than I did, <laughs> like when they first came out. Because like I now appreciate like like all the delays and stuff. How Tom made, you know, I appreciate Tom trying to do that U two thing, uh, yeah. and I yeah, I think it was a great. You guys have talked about it an awful lot. I think a big problem is that Tom's songwriting matured and Mark's didn't. Absolutely, you know, yeah. Uh, and that's as, the as Jeff problem. likes to say, emotionally underdeveloped. Arrested development, for sure. For sure. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I always used to be a Mark man and because of a bass player, but these days I'm, I'm 100% Tom, man. Like, I'm all Tom. Yeah. I long for DeLong. You know, he's my boy. I long for DeLong. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, fucking Tyler's anthem. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm it's great. so glad, yeah. Because I saw That's you good. put this up and I went back and, and delved a little bit back into AVA. And, yeah, I'm down with the acronyms now. And <laughs> um, I think I will go back. And because he got Elon in the band, didn't he? Elon. He, yeah, he, used Elon, to, yeah. he works with, uh, with Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails and stuff. Yeah. And, he, he, he replaced, I think, Josh Freeze when he left, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, you, you'd be much better on the lineups than me. Uh, but yeah, like, and I love his solo works great as well. I love Elon. Like every time I've seen, Nine yeah, the, Nails, what is it? The, the new regime, right? Yeah, my boy yeah. Paul and I are just like Elon. <laughs> yeah, they they opened up when I saw I saw Angels and Airways last late last year, and New Regime opened up for them, and that was cool. Like, but 
you could tell that because Elon plays guitar and sings in the band. Yeah. And he wrote, he wrote all the music and played on the record, but you could tell like he tries really hard to be Jimmy Page. Like the way he stands, <laughs> the way he plays guitar. Oh, really? He's very, yeah, he's very Jimmy Page. And like, like in, in Angels and Airways, he has like no personality. But when he's on stage with his with his band, like he like he banter's with like the crowd and the other band members. It was super weird. Like oh, that's he puts on like this whole act. Because he's like, always been a hired like gun. Because he was <laughs> he narrowly avoided like death by like he left the Lost Prophets to join oh, Nine Inch yeah. Nails, which what a <laughs> I actually what a got jump. into like a bit of a bar fight with the Lost Prophets <laughs> many years as, ago. Like as he should. And I asked yeah. them how it felt for their drummer to leave to join a good band, <laughs> which is where it kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, and uh, they, ended, they ended up being thrown out of the bar. I won somehow, <laughs> which was great. Like, I think I was just very drunk. Um, Ian Watkins was thankfully not there. I think it was the guitar player and maybe the bassist. But like, yeah, that's really interesting that he's got a stage act as opposed to just being... Yeah, he, it's really weird seeing the... Like seeing videos of him like having no personality, not laughing or anything, not not even really smiling, and then just having this like like a rock star thing going on when when he's when he's a front man. It's super weird, but nice. whatever. But anyway, so I'm gonna play a song because you know I'm a Tomman and I got these two records and I'm really happy I got these on vinyl. I love these two records and one of my top five Angels and Airwaves songs is on I Empire and it's the song Love Like Rockets. So here we go.
Sorry, there's a little bit of Love Like Rockets. Do you love it, Jeff? Oh, I love it. Love Like Rockets. Ah, it's so good. So it was good. great. It That's was cool. great. It's fine. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Is this going to make you want to go back and listen to Angels and Airwaves again and then fall in love? Me? Almost certainly. Yes. No. Both no, of no, you, no, actually. No. No? No, no, no. No. no, no I no. think so. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm going I'm to go back. <laughs> he's, he's straight lying. Gonna to go right back. Now. It's gonna be great. Boy, <laughs> oh, love it. <sighs> <laughs> All right, shit. So that was my uh, that that was my pick. Angels and Airwaves, Love Like Rockets. Now let's move on into the final part. Some new music that has been released this week, and um, some new albums. Deftones put out their new record yesterday called I don't I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm gonna guess it's gonna be Ohms. O H M S. I've always said Ohms. Yeah, I say Ohms. It's on the back of your hand. I mean, you've seen it a hundred times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, It's Ohms Law, isn't it? It's physics. It's it's electronics and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ohms. Ohms. Shit band, but it's pronounced Ohms. Sure. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You don't like Deftones? No. No, sorry, Damn. bro. I've been trying to keep that one quiet so I actually could get on the pod. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they are shit. <laughs> really? I'm surprised. My, okay, well, no, I'm, everyone's I'm just drinking curious. the stupid Why? juice and fucking they don't understand like, it. My friend literally plays in the Deftones tribute band and mm-hmm. like he would kill me. But uh, like, no, like they're just fucking, they're jerks as people. Their music is uninteresting. <laughs> Uh, they've been going forever. Oh, yeah, been for a long time. <laughs> Too long. Uh, and just like, like White Pony is, I guess, okay, but like, no, White Pony is their worst. It's just, just there is no. It's just a yeah. It's such a diverse hmm. genre, and they're so fucking dull. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I love, I love how you you hit it for as long as you could, but that's that's great. Uh, but anyway yeah they put out their new one i think it's good i do i think it's really good sure of course it's 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 on its way to my house on vinyl so i'll be getting that sometime early next week were you supposed to get yesterday i I mean you would think the album came out yesterday so it would have arrived yesterday or maybe the day before but no they shipped it out yesterday nice so that that was annoying that's That's another reason to hate the deftones (laughs) watch yourself watch yourself (laughs) No, but this album is really, it's solid. It's really good. So there you go. That that one came out. And then uh, the drummer from the Smashing Pumpkins, Jimmy Chamberlain, his band, the Jimmy Chamberlain Complex, his jazz band, they put out a new record yesterday called Honor. Uh, I I think it's pretty good. It's kind of like this almost almost fusion jazz, but it's not like weird and annoying. It's actually really good. And he's a fucking amazing drummer. Oh, he's an amazing, amazing, drummer. amazing drummer. Incredible yeah. drummer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So this this new record called Honor is really really good, so I highly recommend it. Go check it out. I probably won't get that popular because it is jazz music and that's never really popular, but it's good. Check it out. Uh, the last thing we have here for the new albums, Public Enemy put out a new one called "What You Gonna Do When the Grid Goes Down." Uh, I listened to this. It was okay at best. Fair. They had a song with the a couple of the guys from the Beastie Boys and Run DMC on it. Yeah. And that was a little lackluster. That's why I list. I I listened to this too, and it was free. Like they said, oh, it's gonna be free. You can listen to it or whatever. And oh, I didn't know that. It was, it was dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it just it was dumb. It's like, dude, I want more from this. At least, at least from they, everybody. 
I know, right? I mean, at least the Flavor Flav was on it, unlike the last one that came out like, six months ago. Well, he's been kicked but, out now, hasn't he? He's gone. Well, I th- no, but he's in the group again. Fuck. Flavor hell. Flav, like they 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 said he was fired, and then like a week later they said, "Oh no, never mind, he's back." Or we were just kidding, and then they put this record out with him on it. So Jesus. I, I don't fucking know. It's um, it's yeah, silly. It's, it's bad. I, I think what bothered me most about this album was, given like our political climate here. This should have been been like fodder. Like this should have been th- like one of the most epic comebacks of all time. Like this should have been so, so heated, so fire. But it it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Mm. I think the big. Unfortunate. Sorry. Go ahead. Hmm? <laughs> what? I was gonna, I was gonna the, the, the the big album release over here this week, uh, <laughs> if there is one, is is uh, a band called Idols. Do you guys know Idols? I've I've heard of them and I've seen a lot of uh, the record stores I follow on Instagram. They've been yeah, Ultramano came out this week. They're 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 from Bristol, so they're they're my boys because they were coming up as I was living there. So I saw them a couple of early shows, and in fact, Greg, who's in my band, put them on up in Birmingham in our early shows. But yes, their third album, our last album, got to number two, which is mad for a hardcore album, a hardcore band. Oh, it's their hardcore band. I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. and I kind of like post-punk hardcore. Yeah, like, okay. um, I, I would say maybe start with Never Fight a Man with a Perm from the last record. <laughs> See how we get on with that, because that's sort of a classic Idols track. Uh, but they're all about, like, feel good and against toxic masculinity, and they're from Bristol. And, yeah, they to get a, an alternative record that high in the charts, that's, that's the biggest UK release this week. Okay, the nice. Idols, Ultramono. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I if I see a cheaper copy of it, I I might pick it up just by your recommendation. Yeah, Joy is an act of resistance. Like is 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 probably the best place to start with them. Brutalism's good, but it's a bit lo-fi. It's a bit obscure. Joy is mm. an act of resistance was their breakthrough the album that came out last year or maybe the year before. And say like it's just that's got never fight a man with a perm on it. It's got uh, it's yeah, it's got some great tracks. They're a great band. That's okay. that's that's. Chris's UK album of the week, mm. Chaps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got so we got some new music too. We got a. Uh, I've only I, only I only know about this guy because he has a weird name. First of all, and second, he's been working with Ross Robinson, my boy Ross Robinson. Oh boy, uh, and it's Ghost of Maine. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, but he does this like hip hop kind of rock thing, and uh, he put out a new song called uh, Lazaretto. Uh, Ross Robinson didn't work on this particular song, but I mean, if it was okay, I don't know. Did you guys listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was, it was okay. Fine. It was it was. Oh, look how many genres I can play. Yeah, that's kind of what I felt like it. it was a bit like Hannah's stuff. Do you know Hannah? No. Oh yeah, she does the same thing. It's like, oh, I'm pop, but I'm I'm metal, but I'm screamo, but I'm and it's it's like cool, but where's the actual substance? Oh, okay, so it's just a lot of just stuff like there's yeah, nothing. yeah. It's it's talent, but it's not directionalized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's kind of how this, this goes to main song was because I know because I, I Ross Robinson's been doing a lot of uh, quite a few podcasts recently, and he's been praising this guy a lot, saying like this is like one of the artists. This and Touche Amore, who he worked, who's just finished working with, I've been like the two big ones that he felt like were really good over the last few years. So. But Touche Amore, they they're really they're actually really good. And that song was great that you guys played. Yeah, it's a killer fucking first, song. And first good song I've heard by them. <laughs> well, probably the only song you've ever heard from. No, them. again, like for the fourth time. I've oh no, you, Kevin. Jesus. Yeah, right. You're right. No, I re- see. Jesus. I remember. Look at that. Look at that. Like I remembered. 
Yeah, that's fine. You're, you're like Slowpoke, the Pokemon. It takes you a while to process things. <laughs> Yo. Hey, at least oh. I get there. As long as I get there. Uh, so outside of that, we have uh, Smashing Pumpkins. They put out two new songs, one called Confessions of a Dopamine Addict, and the other one is called Wrath. Did you love it, Jeff? Did you hate it? What did you think? Because you're, you're, you're the one I'm trying to convert here. I thought one was okay, and then I thought okay. one was great. Okay, and which one was great? Which one was okay? Which one do you think I thought was great? Uh, let's say Wrath. Wrath I thought was great. <laughs> okay, there you go. I thought, I thought go. Confessions, so that was okay. It was fine. I didn't hate it, but I thought Wrath was absolutely banger. Are you going to buy this record on vinyl? This is the same one, right? That we've been... Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I don't know. It's... Mm, I don't know. You're getting there. We we got four songs out, and you like all four of them so far. Oh, yeah, for well, more or less. You do, yeah, you do. So you might as well pick it up. Why not? What do you got to lose? What have you got to lose? I might, I might pick it up. Honestly, I might pick it up. <laughs> do it. I just might. <sighs> and then you liked it, right, Chris? Because you're you're a pumpkin fan. You're a I, I am. My, my relationship with the now. pumpkins is 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 probably better than Jeff's. Uh, my one of my my best friend Paul, who we'll probably talk sure, about later, because he's the the man who comes on all my Omar adventures, <laughs> of which <laughs> there have been many. Uh, he's a huge Pumpkins man. He's the guy who he has the original Melancholy on vinyl, the one that I'm sure you yeah. would love to have, Mr. Tyler, with a completely yeah. different track listing, completely different order, four discs. Uh, we have sat and listened to it. Uh, I had the same opinion as Jeff on these two. I thought Confessions was okay. It was a bit meandering. Um, mm. It didn't really go anywhere. And I, But I thought Raph was a better written song. Uh, I loved the backing vocals. They were great. Um, I think Billy's voice sounds better than it's done for years, production-wise. Um, mm. I think that's really cool. And I really think this new, this kind of 80s vibe that he's channeling really works with his voice as well they're kind of depeche mode pet shop boys almost some of the 80s cure stuff as well it really works with billy's voice that kind of nasal melancholic that the deliberately kind of on the nose mm. over the top lyricism it really works with this sound but my question is where the fuck is jimmy where the fuck is james like this sounds yeah. like a billy corgan solo record that's put mind the Pumpkins you, name on it to sell more records. <laughs> but like, mind you, Pumpkins are Billy Corgan. They you know, are. It's like, I agree. He writes everything. For sure. So. But I made such a huge deal about getting James Iha back, about Jimmy coming back for the, I don't know, seventh time. Like, And <laughs> I, I know that he's always hated this whole reunion we're not going to play the hits, shut up, bullshit thing. And then he, they did that, what, last year, year before? The yeah, shiny um, and also Yeah, and my mate went yeah. to see them at Wembley and they just did two and a half hours of, like, 90s pumpkins. Yeah. Um, and I get this is probably Billy's, like, whole, like, fuck you, if you missed it, you've missed it. We're doing this now, which is ironic because he's doing an 80s sound. But yeah, I just think he's got so much talent in that band. In particular, he has one of the most talented drummers in modern rock music. And he's using I drum agree. machines, like it, it. But it's not like drum machines, like a door. And a door, there was no, there was no Jimmy. So, mm. I don't know. I like the well, sound. It, it, do you do you follow Billy Corgan on Instagram? I don't. I don't. So, no. it, so if you follow him, he uh, he he always does like Q and As on his Instagram stories, and and people have been asking a lot where are, where are James and Jimmy, and he's like, if you can't hear it, then we're probably not listening to the same song because he's like, they're there. Because I guess a lot of people were saying it sounds like synthesizers and keys. I said, no, that's those are guitars. They they're just put through like different effects and all that. 
So he's been like Fair. getting really mad at fans for for questioning. Well, there was some cool guitar in the background of Raph. I think I could I could pick some stuff up there. But I mean, it's just. I but know, he's Billy, also he Billy's also made Billy. a point of saying he's made a point of saying that uh, you've only heard four songs from this twenty song record, and he said it's it's like a it's it's a combination of everything of this style of the rock style of the slower acoustic stuff like he said it's it's going to be all over the place oh, so much I mean, like I'll melancholy was i'll listen to it i hope it's good i want it to be good i actually enjoyed oceana which a lot of people shit on <laughs> oceana oceana there's only one record i didn't really care for and that was monuments for an elegy because i didn't like the drumming i think like tommy lee for being such like a an iconic drummer he's a shit he just, drummer <laughs> he was, but he's like iconic you know yeah yeah and he iconic, played on it and it was just like it was whatever i just didn't care for that record no nah. but outside of that every other everyone every other one of the records are solid but yeah monuments that was that was a, a weak, uh, a weak I, would point ag- I would agree the monuments is their weakest I th- yeah i yeah. think oceanu is, is is underrated i, I think, think so zeitgeist too. is possibly overrated but Really, I think Zeitgeist is wildly underrated. Is, this, is it Zeitgeist. still off Spotify? Is it still off Spotify? It's still not on there. Yeah, he, 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 he I think he refuses so to put it. Weird. Back I mean, Tarantula was a great comeback oh, single. It's an amazing song. So good. That huge wall of guitar sound. So I'm, I'm yeah. nostalgic now. Sorry, Jeff. Dude, <laughs> this like... is the fucking worst conversation I've ever not participated <laughs> in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I still put Tarantula on. I have to go to YouTube to get it, but I don't care. I just, yeah, and I sit there like, yeah. Yeah, it's a great. It's a. It's one of their best songs, I think. Tarantula. Is. Just weird production that album, though. Weird production. Yeah, it's super, everything is like really loud. Yeah, and very compressed. Yeah, definitely. But it still sounds good for whatever reason. But. Yeah. But yeah, Raph better than Dopamine Addicts, I would say. Agreed. <laughs> to, Agreed. To I'm with you guys. Fuck, that was I'm a with, long. I'm with both that of you guys. Long, that was a long way. That was a tangent and a half. Yeah. <laughs> this, see, I don't, I don't get these pumpkin tangents because Jeff Jeff doesn't doesn't like them so. That's what so I'm here I, I for, bro. I, I got to for talk what? to somebody about the pumpkins for a little bit. So yeah. we, Siamese Dream, one of the best albums of the night is obviously without question. Eh, it's just yeah. better, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so moving on to uh, <laughs> moving on to another song, John Frusciante, the the guitarist for uh, Chili Peppers, put out a new song, another electronic song called uh, uh, Usprup Pencil. I don't know. I don't, Pencil. I don't know what the fuck that yeah. Is. But it was just it's okay, much of the. the the electronic shit he's done. Yeah, I just didn't Stupid. really care for it. I, I like the jungle vibe. Jungle John. Jungle John Frusciante. It was cool. Little jungle John Frusciante. Is that a <laughs> yeah, thing? Man. People call him it that? It is now. Yeah, we can now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quoting it. You know, like the jungle beat. I got some kind of square pusher vibe, some sort of, yeah, vague, vaguely Aphex twin, but it wasn't particularly Ooh. great, was it? It was, you know, I liked the, the really busy, slick drums, but the nice, simple melody over the top. But it's like, it's just more electronic John Frusciante, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, a lot of it's just kind of dull. And I just, like, maybe it's just not my, my thing, my style. But yeah, I just, I, I can't get into it. I think it's more tongue in cheek than maybe people give it credit for. I do think sometimes he's just like, like a lot of Omar's stuff. I think he just did the release and he's like, ah, ah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he has put out a lot of solo shit. So it makes sense. Maybe that's why they were such good friends for so long. Because... They have the same personality. Annoying. Exactly. Yeah. And they played yeah. all over each other's records uncredited, didn't they? Omar's on Chili Peppers records, which I never realized. Yeah, he's on, uh, especially in Michigan on that song. Yeah, yeah. And plays... Desecration Smile. Yeah. Does he play on that one too? I didn't yeah, know he's the guitar solo on that song, which oh, is okay. mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the last thing we have here is 
the guitarist from At the Drive-In, Keely Davis. Mm-hmm. He put out a, a solo song called Old Hag. I liked it. It was good, like indie rock kind of. I, it was good. Yeah, right? it was. It, it wasn't was, bad. It wasn't bad. It was a bit by the numbers. The non-guitar instrumentation sounded very done on a computer. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like it sounded very. Oh, it's a solo song, and I'll add this. And it wasn't the most exciting chord progression, but it was cool. I liked the video. I don't know if you guys saw the video that you made. Yeah, the one on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really fun. And the guy with the ceiling mask, and he's doing more and more weird stuff with the guitar. And again, like tongue in cheek, I I liked it. I, I follow Keely's Instagram anyway. Like yeah. he seems a cool guy. He's he's been through some shit. Like yeah, he seems like a really a really laid back kind of guy. Yeah, especially considering like what he he jumped into without the driving but yeah we'll get like, more into that we will know, when we get into <laughs> that well, yeah. but yeah you know he's come back from i think he had quite a major injury as well didn't he a couple of years ago and he was like i don't think he could ever play guitar again and he he, he did and recovered and yeah he seems a nice That's guy where the driving goes into mm. but okay so do we got anything else should we should we should we end this and then get into at the driving what do you what do you think that's all uh that's all i got that's all yeah, you I got, got i got nothing else I got okay nothing else all right. Well, yeah. This is uh, this is Asinine Radio. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for Chris for joining us on this on this first episode. Stay tuned for the main one because we're getting into At the Drive-In and their album Interalia. I think that's how you pronounce it. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And once again, thank you all for listening. And that's it. That's all.